Brad and Court Talk, my own Herb. Welcome back to Herb Story, Herbers. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Herbers. I know. It's third episode. This is awesome. Loving it. Man, I'm just so happy with this show back. Like, it almost feels like it wasn't gone for all that time. Like, I, it, I feel like we lost no time. We didn't lose 18 months. I know. It's Not- like, it, it was just <laughs> like pre-quarantine, right? Something like that. Yeah, it was just a few days ago. Yeah. Like, uh, like what happened with Venona? <laughs> yeah. We just saw Nedley. Yeah, exactly. It was that wasn't that long ago at all, really. Hmm. Yeah, a whole new purgatory. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, just want to remind everybody: check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or a movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Kurt, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Dev. He is Brad ZB, but you won't find him on Twitter. He hates that thing. Yep. Um, it's yeah. the devil. <laughs> uh, you can find Brad more so over on IG. He is Ramblin' Brad, and he's got a lot of great content uh, with his 3D printer. And I, I keep forgetting the name of that new machine that you bought. And you CNC- have all these woodworking things that you've been doing with yeah, it. It's a CNC router. So I'm making stuff. Currently, I'm making, uh, I have a commission thing I got to do for 12 more plyo boxes. So 20 by 24 by 30 plyo boxes that you jump on if you go to a gym and do CrossFit stuff. And I'm also making some really cool things for the Midwest Wire Fox Terrier Rescue Charity Auction is coming up. I'll have a picture of one of those up here. Well, by the time you look at it, it'll be up there, so... Yeah. No, and, like, I saw a little bit of what he started doing uh, for the... um like for the charity and it looks amazing like i don't have a dog yet but i want to buy it actually I, you let me know when it posts brad okay. i'm all over it yep it, it'll be up there so uh okay. it's a really cool it's a charity auction for we get um our wire fox terriers from there it's a great organization because they actually they spend so much money on these dogs it's most of the dogs come from like puppy mills and because they're breeding dogs and they're all screwed yeah. up and you know they do a lot yeah Things. But yeah, that's where we got our last two. You know, uh, Maxwell, he was a gigolo roaming the streets. And yeah. Molly was a puppy mill mom for seven years and she was screwed up the whole entire time we had her, but we loved her anyhow. And now we just have Ragnar, who's not a wire fox terrier. He's a, he's a, he's, he's a, a troublemaker. Yeah, he's a troublemaker mutt dog who is scared of everything and <laughs> he does not live up to his namesake. Let me tell you that. <laughs> you can't break into this house though because he will rip your face off but other than that he's scared of everything <laughs> i mean but like that's what counts yep exactly he's my boy <laughs> all right so other things that you could um or other places where you might find um like pure fandom you can find them on twitter facebook ig pretty much everywhere um if you want to join one of our facebook groups you can join us over at um Van- the Avon housing Pure Fandom Facebook group. A lot of great people over there. Um, and if we catch anybody posting about cell phones or anything or trying to sell something, we do try to get those out immediately. We try to keep an eye on that. Um, but other than that, a nice bunch of people over there. Uh, lots of great art. They're still very excited for Van Helsing and um, just pumped for whenever the show actually comes back. Um, and we'll, we also have our Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom Facebook group where we just talk about anything and everything under the sun. If you've been listen, listening to us for a while, you know we like to ramble. That's kind of how we do on Facebook. Um, we put all the stuff that we like to talk about and all the awesome people over there, they um, put things that they like to talk about as well. Like I know um, like one of my good friends from Seattle, he was posting about, um, goodness, 
Umbrella Academy. I haven't gotten a chance to finish the second season yet. And I'm like, I'm beating myself up because I've been doing all this other stuff. But like, he was posting a little bit about it. Um, but nothing that would spoil anybody. Um, like, just he was like, this is amazing. You got to finish. You got to hurry up. So just join us and let us know what you're watching, what you're most looking forward to seeing once this whole COVID thing is over with, or um, whether or not you'd be willing to pay 30 bucks to watch Milan. Um, on streaming like i think i would because it kind of equals out especially if you're taking a kid to a movie theater and buying all the snacks you're gonna spend more than 30 bucks so oh, you definitely are i mean i like it i like the idea of watching stuff at home because i can pause <laughs> exactly also and if it, like they can go ahead and just put everything on streaming and if it's something that it really should be in the movie theater that people were gonna go see in the movie theater anyway just do a limited reel of release when we can all go out yep i'm just saying Yep, but I know the movie people people are really kind of suffering on this. I have a friend of mine who works at a movie theater, and he is not doing well with this whole thing. Yeah. But they're out in Greeley, yeah. and I mean Colorado, and getting ready to, I think they're opening stuff back up out there. So, Okay, well, as long as it's safe to do so. Um, I know a couple of the movie theaters, like like near here, they're doing things. They're uh, rearranging their, their parking lot so they can do like a makeshift uh, drive-in movie theater, yep. which good idea for me like i'd love to do that i just think I'd all drive through should uh, drive in should come back again you know oh i said drive through yeah we need drive-ins like they don't they shouldn't have never gone away like we have one near us um but like i just think everywhere should have a drive-in option yep just in case definitely definitely just in case of pandemic yes <laughs> okay what was the show about just, just in case uh demons over on your town <laughs> <laughs> That gets us uh, right back into 403. Look at them beans. This episode was written by Shelly Scaro and Brad. Guess yes. who directed this episode? Um, Chewbacca. No. Oh. Um, it's our girl, Melanie Scorfato, right. otherwise known as Winona Earp herself. Hey, yeah, she her. directed this episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and of course, within the episode, Winona's welcome back to purgatory. Um, it's not exactly the party that she was expecting. Um, she gets arrested. Why? Because Nedley apparently is dead and she was the last person to see him. Uh, Waves is ready to take on the world to defend her lady love. And of course, Rachel is back and obsessed with skunks and kombucha. Uh, <laughs> as nor- any normal kid is. Like, I love kombucha, so yay. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, that's one of those weird things. I do, for it, I do it occasionally. <laughs> I do it occasionally. I need to do a lot more. I was doing it for a long time there, but anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I wonder why I'm so fixated on it. I want I want like a little side episode to see why she's so fixated on the uh, kombucha. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, like we saw last week, it's always a bad sign when there's kids playing hockey and they don't care about the people hanging behind them, which we totally figured this out. Uh, that's the frontier justice going on in this town. With the trials. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. So what's going on? Um, is this like a parallel world? Um, like, what, what? why are we here? What's happening? Well, like, what has happened in the world? Yeah, everything goes crazy as soon as they walk into the bar and find out it's totally changed into, like, more of a health food place, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. The menu cracked me up. You know, the Doc Holiday is simply soup. Oh, no, no, no. It was Cock Holiday, babe. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> And we also find out that, you know, after they realize how much time's gone away, that uh, Doc also watches the Property Brothers when he's cleaning. 
Which is a funny connection. He and Ray Waverly must watch Property Brothers together because, like, that was one of her, her priorities. Right. Like, she was upset that she'd missed 18 months of Property Brothers. I mean, yes, she and her girlfriend are going to be fiancé, or they didn't really clarify that yet. But they, you know, had their whole relationship and re- reuniting. But then she was like, now I want to catch up on Property Brothers. It's been 18 months. What's happening? Right. So, yeah. Now I want to see an episode of Doc and Waves just on the couch watching Property Brothers. I, I do too. Exactly. Just you know, <laughs> Doc and Waves on the couch. Uh, Rachel making kamuchu. Just you know, yes. <laughs> uh, just like down day while while Winona is off doing things in the cold. Right. So we find out that Chrissy attacks uh, Winona with an eggplant of all things, and places under her uh, citizen's arrest for the murder of Nedley. And you're like, what? Yeah, because. Yeah, last thing we know, Natalie was left in the capable hands of Mercedes. Yeah, because she was going to be his nurse, right? Right, because she played a she played a slutty nurse at on Halloween one time, so she was more than you know capable of taking care of him. <laughs> we also find out there's a new sheriff in town because we kind of got this idea last week of that it wasn't Nicole anymore. So Winona gets arrested and she's going to have a trial. Back at the homestead, we also find out that Rachel's alive. I'm glad that she came over from the warehouse, and I like her addition into the show. And I hope she stays the entire season because she cracks me up. I was just, I love the whole fact that they had the idea of um, the traps outside. So when one one sets (laughs) off, Rachel comes down. She has a crossbow. Nicole has a rifle. They've been doing this time and time again. And... Waves grabs the only thing left that she can get is the giant wooden spoon off the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, like she can improvise like a mother. I love it. Yeah, it's good to go. They go outside to find out what's in the trap. It's only Doc caught in a trap with a bear trap on his junk. How that yeah. happened, I don't even want to know. That's not how bear traps work, but it's also not the spot where you want to get it caught either. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing that he's he's immortal, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> that could have been bad. Like, he and Winona may want to procreate again in the future. Uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, speaking of Winona, she is in the cell with another guy. At the jailhouse there, that little clear cell that they had made up for the, was it for the demons or something that last season? I forgot. Oh, no, but I, I love that they have orange jumpsuits already. Right. Yeah, it's already there. We're good to go. Uh, and what was what was on the back of the jumpsuits? Um, it was, what, the triangle? Oh, ghost river triangle. <laughs> <laughs> so the she finds out from the other guy in the cell with him that the demons have returned to into the woods. Which is you oh, Casey, I love him. Yeah, I love him already. I want him to stay. I love when the show introduces new people. Like right. I, I know some people are like, wait a minute, you got like on different shows. Whenever new characters are introduced, people get afraid that oh, but my favorite won't get as much screen time, and like that never happens on this show. Somehow they manage to integrate like new characters um, and weave them in like well. It just I don't know. It just works. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, I love the fact that, you know, he was given some lowdown on what's changed in the town. And then we go back out to the homestead and Nicole's given some lowdown to Doc on what has happened since the town was evacuated. Uh, she also said she's Jeremy's OK, but she hasn't heard from him in months. Oh, yeah. 
So it was good to know that he was all right. And I yeah, I did I did like the way they kept caught um, Winona and Doc up because mm-hmm. they were catching us up too. Like right. here's what you guys right. missed in the past eighteen months. Yeah, it, everything just kind of that's everything went down. So that that really helped out. Uh, Doc wonders about his car, which I forgot what the name of it was off the top of my head. Oh, same. Uh, it's still alive, and he heads to the demon bar after being filled in by Nicole. That is the glory the, hole. The glory hole. That is just a perfect name for a demon bar. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. Always strip clubs. They have the best names, like the one up the road here from us called Pandora's Box. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not called Pandora's Box. That was the one that I wrote about was called Pandora's Box. And Brad! See? How did you mix that up? <laughs> no, that was the one that for the, you know, there was another story that we were writing that never finished. That's the one I used for the um, Devil Sinners, by the way. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Never mind, people. It's a thing that never actually got completed. Maybe one day it will. We'll see. Um, yeah. At the glory hole, Porsche Control hits the dance floor. And who is Porsche Control? It's Mercedes, a car by another name. (laughs) Doc is really entranced. I'm like, okay. And she seems to be a vampire? Maybe? Uh, No? No, she's just, yeah. She kind of said that she doesn't, she's really, um, she fills Doc in afterwards that, you know, Nedley just took off into the woods. Yeah. And she kind of tells him where to go. But she's also like, I haven't really told anybody what I am. She's just there. And they just assume that she's something. So, <laughs> Which, you know, kind of works for everything that Mercedes does. She doesn't really say anything. Yeah. She just does it. And people are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's her. Yeah. That's her usual modus operandi. She's good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't explain too much. Just let it flow. I love the fact that Nicole saved all of Wave's clothes and then organized them by fabric. And, and fur. I, like, our girl has been stuck on the homestead for quite a while. Like, I feel like something deep is going on with her. Now, granted, she's been grieving for 18 months, so I get it. Right. But she's totally mothered down with Rachel also. Because oh, absolutely. You, you see that, right? I love, I love their connection. Right. And it's like the girl doesn't know how to milk a skunk. And I love how they said that, like it was an every normal day, everyday thing. And yeah. Waves was like me, like, what? <laughs> yeah, like everybody knows how to milk a skunk. It's, yeah, mm. I don't think it's ever a good thing. Things aren't looking good for Winona because there's a new magistrate in town who doesn't look like she cares about justice that much. And that <laughs> is Cleo. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that when she came out with the bullhorn to announce the first ever Randy Nedley chili cookoff for freedom. <laughs> that seemed uh, interesting. Yeah. So all the prisoners, or there are apparently a whole lot more other than just Winona and the guy in the cell with them, uh, are over at the bar now, or whatever it's called, and they're doing the chili cook-off. And he, it's a good thing that Nicole and Wave showed up because Winona clearly doesn't know how to cook. Yeah, I mean, she was making chili, and she threw the cheese in first. <laughs> what are but, cheese? I mean, that's clearly how you make chili. Right, exactly. Um, Waves tries to make uh, Satan chili. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Winona and Nicole are not down with the vegan chili right now. They're right. like, we need to win. Yeah, no one wants that stuff. Seriously, who wants the vegan chili? 
Well, I noticed steals the bacon from the one guy, and apparently, uh, what was it? Casey. Casey, and apparently also stole a can of anchovies. That's that's, that's not the good way to make uh, chili. Mm -mm. No, like why would you combine those two things? No, those three things. No, not at all. Nothing. Uh, the. Of course, Christy Nedley is the Miss Chili Bean and judging the cook-off, which also gave you yep. no way that Winona could win whatsoever. Nope, not with her hot diarrhea. Right. That's what it tastes like, apparently. Yeah, and Nicole had to uh, jump out of there because she was kind of worried about Rachel. So, you know, yeah. it's the second time. And somehow, Winona wins the chili cook-off. Yeah, that didn't feel good to me. I was like, how did she win the cook-off with her uh, chili that clearly wasn't good, even with the help of Waves and Nicole? Right, yeah, and then she's kind of taken away by thugs, and, you know, the freedom part is uh, getting Winona out of town and across the border I took. Yeah, I mean, she got a trophy first. Right. Yeah, so she did get that, but nothing happened more than that. Uh, let me back up here. We had uh, Doc finds a van of alcohol out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And out of the woods comes this weird-looking, big-footy, ghillie-suit-looking guy thing. Yeah, I totally screamed out. Oh, I was like, oh, my God, it's Bigfoot. I, yeah, I was uh, like, no, it's Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Nicole had been talking about the ogre or troll that right. had been like haunting the homestead that kept trying to get in. Like that was the whole reason for them putting the traps all over the place. Like the forest is a very bad place now because of the garden. Cause a lot of stuff has been coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And doc kind of takes him on a little bit, but then he runs back to the homestead. And what was up with Nicole zoning out right there when doc was pounding on the door? I don't like. I feel like, like I said, she has maybe. No, she's not agoraphobic. If she was agoraphobic, she wouldn't be able to go outside at all. Um, but like, she's got some kind of PTSD thing going on. Yeah, she's got she's, a lot of something going on. Yeah. So they finally let Doc in. Well, Rachel basically lets Doc in. And last year, Nicole found a Hawaiian shirt and thinks that the ogre uh, could be Nedley. Uh huh. And after all, he did. Oh, I thought she saw he ate. Nedley or, or something. Or eight and Nedley, yeah. But yeah. He, he got bit by those That's crab a- things. Huh? Uh, Nedley did get bit by those crab things previously. Yes, he did. Um, but again, Doc's the one who guessed, like, what really happened. Right, because he keeps coming back to her. Uh-huh. I had totally missed the fact that um, that Rachel was out there um, when um, Bigfoot Nedley showed up. Right. And I love that she called Doc Daddy Blue Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, this kid needs to stick around forever. Like, she's awesome. Oh, God, she's perfect. Winona is taken out, and she's going to be fed to the monster by Cleo, who, you know, zip ties her down and is going to leave her out there and watch as all this happens. Because apparently they have to feed this monster to keep him yeah, from going from getting to the town, right? Yeah, you know, like you, like you do. You have to feed monsters to keep them from... Killing everybody else. Feed the machine, feed her, feed the monsters, whatever. Yeah, cause that, so that kind of makes sense because Casey said that they were having like different contests for freedom like every month for the prisoners. 
Um, and like you would never see the winners ever again. So that did sound very suspect, mm-hmm. with, especially when Winona won with right. her nasty belly. Exactly. And uh, Waves takes on Cleo as the monster slowly approaches because you don't mess with Waves' sister. She will take you out. Oh, yeah. So they take care of her. And then Doc, Nicole, and Waves go after the monster Nedley with a rope, a shirt gun, and a super soaker. <laughs> oh, and it is such an enjoyable Winona Earp sequence of events. Be- like, it's just awesome. But the soundtrack to it was amazing because it was just like, <laughs> no, I was not expecting that to happen. No. <laughs> and they're able to subdue the, the Nedley monster with a little super soaker action. The monster is shed off and Nedley is back in his birthday suit. It's a good thing yep. that he had a shirt gun and extra, extra long. Yeah. Yeah. When I was like, put this on uh-huh. <laughs> immediately. Uh, back at the bar, Deadly meets up with his daughter and shows her he isn't dead. Nicole tells him to get Christy out of there while they still can. And that hug between Winona and Nedley was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she still she somehow managed to hug him from six feet away. <laughs> like you keep that down there away from really? down here. <laughs> I love I see I love all the different interactions between all like all the characters have a special relationship with each other. Like it's cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love it. Doc returns to the glory hole with just a bottle. However, he wants to sell the contents of the truck back to the dude at the bar, whose name I totally <laughs> forgot what it was. Me too. Um, I should have known, but I didn't, and I failed to write it down the first time, so I lost it after that. Doc's asked for a future favor and some cash in return, and, you know, he is the best, after all, for taking on everything that he needs to do because doc is amazing yeah I, I i like their interactions as well um like that dude is totally flirting with doc oh. and it's just it's so chill yeah <laughs> totally back at the homestead way hot is getting hot again mm-hmm. winona tells her about the demon that pretended to be her uh nicole is very distracted by a lot of things in this episode and every time they asked about um, I said Winona. I meant Waves tells her about the demon that pretended to be her. Every time they talk about this, it, she brings it up. I, it has a lot to do with her year and a half that she was alone that she doesn't want to talk about. Yeah, and I'm like super curious about it. I'm like, so what's going on with you, Nicole? We know that you didn't try to run against that guy for sheriff, or maybe you did try to run and you lost and like you just came back to the homestead and that's where you stayed with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Did you get hooked up with somebody else in your grief? What's happening? Yeah. I feel we need to talk to uh, Rachel about it. Yeah. Rachel would know. Right. Chrissy is but trying- she and waves are still kind of filling each other out. Uh-huh. It's awkward that her two moms are just hooking up every, every room of the house. <laughs> everywhere. <when she> walks- <laughs> <laughs> they are everywhere. Can't leave you anywhere. Uh, Chrissy is trying to leave town, and when asked about the expected date of return, she says never. However, the you know the border guard there had to get the supervisor, who is Jeremy. Uh, I'm like, what? Yeah, and tells him that they are back. So that my question bad. is, is Nedley like hidden in the trunk or something? I doubt Nedley would leave town right now. And she did say she'd maybe come back to visit her dad around his birthday. Yeah. So, so yeah, Nedley didn't go anywhere. 
Eh, I guess so. That could be it. Yeah. Um, Rachel's line to uh, uh, Winona was uh-huh. calling her Jon Snow in a B-cup. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly why Rachel needs to stay the entire time, because she's got the snark going on also, and it's perfect. Yeah, she does. Like, she fits in completely with the herbs. I love it. Uh, Rachel fills Winona in that Nicole was alone for a long time, and probably a good thing that... Um, and, and Winona comes back with it was probably a good thing that Smaldez was there. <laughs> yes. Like, I think that's a large reason why Nicole was able to survive as long as she was. She had, like, something to focus on, somebody to take care of. Yeah. Otherwise, she may have, um, I don't know. She, she just may have lost she would have it. Completely lost it. Right. Grieving for um, waves. Yes. Probably. But she had Rachel Smaldez there. <laughs> yes, she did. So, yeah, she gave Winona her leather pants back, and, but she wants to keep the jacket. Yep. So she took over Winona's room, apparently. Mm hmm. She said, it fits yep. me better. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Winona's going back out to the bar and the barn. The barn, not the bar. And out come the men in black. The bar wherever Winona Earp goes. Just yeah, know that. Exactly. Out come the men in black who take her away. With a hood over their not face. Cool. Just like everything. <laughs> and that's where we end this episode. And first she gets arrested. Now she gets uh, abducted by the men in black. I know. But what's up with It's just one hard time in this town after another. <laughs> What did she call it earlier when she was in jail uh, with Casey? What'd she say? Uh, Russian doll suckage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what else you got for this one? Oh, um, we co- completely forgot to um, mention the fact that uh, when Waves comes down um, after her morning um, reuniting, like after her whole night reuniting right. with Nicole, uh, there's a very awkward moment of her meeting Rachel for the first time ever. And Rachel makes this com- comment about um, using kombucha to replenish your energy after uh, all the stuff that went on the night before. So, like, was, was Rachel in the house when they were having their um, sexy times? I guess so. She was <laughs> she was milking some skunks earlier and had to come back and make some kombucha. And I was, she was like, like, wow. Oh. You guys. You guys are lucky it's not a, a younger child because, oh, wow. Right, because they were sexy timing on the stairs. <laughs> they were. <laughs> and probably not just the stairs, I'm sure. But that's where they started. It was all on the, you know, so right oh, in the front I know, door. I know. But, like, just the fact that Rachel made that comment, like, oh, my God, it was hilarious. Right. And uh, Waves, like, she was beat red. It was hilarious. Like I said, I, I love her. I love Rachel's interactions with everybody. Um, that she has encountered within our, our um, old G group. Mm-hmm. I love it. I can't wait for her to meet Jeremy now. Oh, totally. Looking forward to that. That's awesome. All right. Anything else on this one? No, that's that's pretty much it. Like, great episode. <laughs> Melanie did an awesome job directing this. Like, this was perfectly ERP. Uh, I, I have to agree. It was perfectly, perfectly ERP. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts as well. Um, just take a look for us. You can find everything that we've done before. Stuff that you should probably just go ahead and watch if you're running out of shows to watch like I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't you know how I'm running out of shows to watch. Uh, right. I don't know how you're running out of shows. Like You need more streaming channels. I'll send you my passwords. What? I have plenty to 
Oh my god! I got like HBO and I got Star. Well, HBO is useless because there's never anything on there. I got Star. Dude, there's so much on HBO. Oh. Do you have HBO Max? Yeah. Like the, between the movies, like the old school movies, and like just TV shows. Ugh, oh my god! And right. plus, now there are like the old TV shows um, that are on Hulu, not Hulu, that are on Netflix. Like I've been watching Moesha again. Like go watch Moesha, Brad. I watched Mad Max. Mad Max was on um on Netflix. Okay. So, oh, by the way, speaking of Mad Max, if you see the meme going around on the Facebooks about Mad Max taking place in 2021, it didn't. It, <laughs> it took place at night in like the early 80s because it was all about the oil crisis that happened in like 73 and it was like 10 years after that. However, so that means Mad Max started in like the 80s because if you watch it, it makes really sense. And it went from there. However, I will say this. Mad Max Fury Road was originally supposed to have um, Mel Gibson in it as Max, but he didn't do it because he went crazy and stuff like that. So they kind of recast it, and there's scenes in the, there's parts in that movie that actually reference to him being a cop again. And you know, based on his age and how long the apocalypse has been on, he wouldn't have been able to be a cop. But if it was the older Max, it could. But but and this is where I'm getting to my point. Uh, Immortal Joe has his uh, chest plate on that has the car logos and stuff on it. On Uh there, there is a logo from a Tesla. Theoretically, Mad Max Fury Road could, if you stretch it really far enough, be in the 1921 but I'm 19 <laughs> 20. I was like 1921. What? But it doesn't make any sense either. Cause all the, all the other cars in the entire show are all like pre fifties <laughs> are pre like pre 80 cars. And they're, yeah, there's nothing out there. That's it. I'm just stop right there. That's where I'm good. So there, if you see it now, you know, so watch shows on TV. They're inter- entertaining. Yes, uh, they are. <laughs> Cherry 2000 does not hold up to now. Just so you know, watch it. It's fun. Melody Griffin's in it, like really young. It's stupidly stupid, but you know, there you go. <laughs> and I still can't stress enough what we do in the shadows. Oh, oh uh, yeah, I'm there. I am so, yeah, I just went off this. Let's see. There's so many people <laughs> in cameos in this show. It is great and stupid and hilarious. So there we are. All right. Anything else, Court? No, no. All right. Yeah. Well, until next time. Oh, no, Brad, I do have something. All right. So you talked about what we do in the shadow. So with Geek Girl Soup, um, we've been binging um, Money Heist, Casa del, La Casa del Papel. Check it out. It is amazing. It's uh, four series. So it's two seasons broken down into like four parts. You know how Netflix does. Mm -hmm. And like, it's a free, it's freaking amazing. First season is like 13 episodes and the rest of them are like eight and nine. Okay. So good. I will add it to my list this week. Oh, yes. Oh, one, one little what? thing. I can't pimp out any more of it, but <laughs> I, I got a text message last night. My eldest Marissa oh. is going to start podcasting. Yay. Okay. You got to let me know what she's doing and where. With a friend of hers that lives in the great, uh, great north, uh, great white north. Ooh, okay. So I immediately went. Here's how you do everything. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yes, she has a resource. It's perfect. I said we've only been doing this for like uh, uh, twelve years. By the way. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, we'll end with that. And until next time. Oh, gosh. Oh, until next time, y'all go look up and see how to brew your own kombucha or how to milk a skunk. Like, figure out those things and email us at uh, bradandcourttalk at gmail. Uh, what is it called? Gmail.com. I know it's difficult. Okay. It hasn't been around for a long time. Bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. Yeah, I was about to say something work related and no. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.